the For Her Empire podcast. <laughs> My name is Abby Ngoche, and in this podcast, we address the personal and business issues that female entrepreneurs face in their day-to-day lives. And today, our guest is the lovely Amanda Stedman. <laughs> so in hello. Uh... <laughs> Love to see you. <laughs> so in... <laughs> I cannot stop laughing. Okay. Don't so... be so happy, Abby. <laughs> I know. <it's... laughs> Amanda lost everything in the recession and she was seven months pregnant, but she came back stronger. She launched a book and became a number one bestseller at Amazon. And now she has a diverse income. So not only does she have another, another kid, she also has a publishing, her coaching, her real estate and a lot going on. And she's going to talk, tell us about how she got to this point and what's the key to the success, not from a, from a financial perspective, but from an internal perspective. What do I have to be? What do I have to do to get to this level? Okay, so um, she, before we start recording, she was t- talking a bit about you know, inspiring, inspiring women. I'm kind of nervous right now. Holy crap. <laughs> I'm kind of nervous right now. <laughs> breathe. 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 You're in flow, my darling. So the energy, your energy, I can feel it from here. Your energy's just going, it's awesome. I'm loving this. You're in your flow, my darling. So your energy is just gone. Uh, So she's here to inspire us. Hi, Amanda. Hello. How are you doing? I'm fine, I'm fine. So can you introduce yourself a bit for us? Yes, of course. Yeah. Hello, everyone. Uh, thank you for having me, Abby. It's a pleasure to be here. Nice um, to my name you. is Amanda Stedman, and I'm 44 years old. And I'm actually British, if you could tell from my accent, but I live in Mexico. And uh, the story that Abby, I think, wants me to share with you is uh, I am a, a serial entrepreneur, and I'm a mum of two crazy girls, and I'm married to a Frenchman. And uh, we, uh, yeah, we, that's another long story. Um, and uh, I'll get to that. I'll get to that later. But um, yeah, basically, I uh, in 2009 we hit a recession. Now I built a quarter of a million dollar company with my husband Frank in uh, hospitality and coaching and um, recruitment in London. We did really, really well. And then 2009 hit, and obviously in a recession, the first thing to go is hotels, restaurants. And literally that business went down the drain in about 90 days. So we lost our staff. We had to leave our lovely London apartment. Um, and we basically had to leave the UK because Frank had an apartment in Marseille, um, which was obviously rent free because it was paid for. So we had to leave the UK essentially because we just, we got into debt because we had all these debts to pay. And I didn't go bankrupt. I paid all the debts back. So we went to France to tread water to see, you know, what was going to happen with the economy and just literally just cut all of our expenses. So I went to this tiny little postage stamp in Marseille. And at the time, um, I was trying to launch another business. I was thinking, how else can I make money? So I tried to launch a media business with two friends of mine. And because of the recession, it just didn't go anywhere. Yeah. And I was seven months pregnant at the time. I remember I was flying backwards and forwards to the UK to set up this business. And I was staying with my friend Hitesh in London. And I thought I was going into labor. So I was like, Paula, I'm going into labor and I've got to do this video tomorrow. I'm launching this company. And anyway, it was a false alarm. But uh, I was doing way too much considering I was seven months pregnant. And then I flew back to Marseille and um, 
And uh, then I went to the gynecologist one day and me and my husband went to the gynecologist. And when we came back, we noticed that the entire apartment had been robbed. So not only had we lost (laughs) uh, everything, and that morning I put my engagement ring, which was a beautiful engagement ring that we got from the Diamond District, because obviously when we made it, we spent a lot of money on it. Oh, spent that money. I mean, we did built our company and we were like, this is a little thank you to ourselves. Yeah. I'd left it in the bathroom when we went to the gynecologist because my hu- husband was was rushing me as usual. Amanda, come on. And so I'd left it in there. So they'd taken that. This was a $5,000 engagement ring and a $2,000 watch. And even though I'm not a materialistic person, that was just the, the couple of things that we treated ourselves to when yes. we got to a quarter of a million. We were yes. like, this is our little treat. And that got stolen, the iPods, the computers, everything in the apartment, pretty much apart from our underwear. <laughs> so you underwear okay. <laughs> your clothes were gone. Literally, uh, pretty much all our clothes. And I had like fake sunglasses. I didn't have the real ones. I bought like yeah. fake DK and fake. It looks DK. good. That's all that matters. All <laughs> and um, I just remember just going, I can't believe it. The universe has taken literally everything. Except our underwear and our beautiful unborn <laughs> child. And my husband, you know? And I just remember being in this tiny apartment going down on my knees and just going, can we go any lower? Can we go any lower? We had a few euros to survive, literally. And, um, and I thought, this got to be it. And I just, I just prayed and I went, universe, God, I've got to come back from this. Please help me come back from this. And when I come back from this, I'm going to write a book and I'm going to tell people that they can come back from this and I'm going to build it back. And I'm just going to, I'm going to make it happen. Just help me do that. And, um, literally, um, we, my, my husband got a job offer from St. Martin in the Caribbean. And so I was like, wow, it's not going to go, but let's do it. <laughs> yeah. So basically cut a long story short. We went out to St. Martin um we started businesses up there my husband had a job we paid all our debts back I started getting into publishing and I wrote a book called connect to authentic success uh between 2012 and 2013 I had a one-year-old baby so she spent a lot of time screaming so I wrote the book during that time and I cataloged how I went from um nothing and literally it was gratitude gratitude saved me we were grateful for we focused on what we had which was ourselves gratitude turned it around and i had that in the book and then i launched that through um a virtual book tour um podcast interviews and i launched that and got the book to number one in march 2013 and so i started making revenue from publishing then i thought if i can do this i can teach other people so i taught other local people in st martin the uh, local communities how to publish online and i haven't got the book in front of me but i got a book from one of the locals he designed it and wrote a children's book and so i inspired people to do their books and i've been coaching for many years anyway so i went back to the coaching and kept that going and then uh, fast forward to 2015 i got into amazon e-commerce and i started selling uh, private label products on on amazon children's okay. products because oh. i thought i could see a pattern of children being on ipods and screens and not communicating with their families and going away from the art and the crafts that we used to do okay. so i started selling uh, face paints and glitter kits and stuff that kids oh. can do with their parents or by themselves that doesn't involve an ipad yeah i got really passionate about that so that did really really well and then um and then the market hit a problem about a year ago. And so I've had to, again, that's been like an up and down yeah. thing. So that, that's kind of gone a little bit. The market is down now as and well. And then I started, 
it's it's down now as well. And, and I, you know, in the tenth, no, the twenty years that I've been an entrepreneur, it, it is like this. You know, it's up and down. In two thousand and one, yeah. another recession hit. You know, we had um, nine eleven and all that stuff. So every ten years, there seems to be a thing. So for business people, the biggest thing I would say is that no matter how, no matter where you are now, you can come back from it. And the thing that got me was just, I know I can do this. I know I can do this. And I did ask for um, divine help. I didn't do it by myself. I did get on my knees and I said, look, I need help. Show me what are my next steps. So I did ask for divine help. And since that time, I've got more and more signs. We moved from St. Martin to Belize and then Belize to Mexico. And every time we had very big signs from the universe, this is the way you need to go. And we get a little shove as well. And something would happen and we go, okay, yeah, this is the right decision. And I followed the signs. I followed that intuition for what business should I go into? What should I call the title of the book? Um, who should I choose to work with? I kept asking for signs. So intuition was a really big part of that. Okay. Um, and just doing what made me happy. I love writing. I love communicating. So the book was a no-brainer. Teaching people yeah. how to do that was a no-brainer. Creating products for other parents that want to do fun stuff with the kids was a no-brainer. And what I'm doing now is I, I have a Facebook group called a, a Sparkle Planet Tribe. So I've created a brand called Sparkle Planet. And I um, was meditating in October. Uh -huh. And my next thing was, you know, how do I get to parents? How do I communicate the message that, you know, people should follow their intuition? And I got a whole download of a children's book. Um, and so I wrote it down really, really quickly. It took me four or five minutes to write it down. It was called uh, Pin the Penguin. Uh, and then it changed to and the magic butterflies. Oh. And um, I'm sorry, I'm just going to dash off. I'm going to get the book. Sure, so sure. Both here. I've just got to get them out. Um, where's my, where's my thing? Sorry. Because I think that out of all of my journey, that was an amazing story. Here it is. It's so cute. <laughs> yeah, so I recorded the audio, which took about four or five minutes. Then I wrote it. Then I gave it to my kids. And I said, kids, I want you to I want you to illustrate the book. Can you do mummy some pictures to illustrate oh. the book? So my kids did the drawing. Yeah, my kids did the drawings, but I got a digital design person to put them into digital. Oh. Look how cute. Look at a cute pink blushy. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, look, it looks like you. It looks like you today, Abby. Look, you little pink kids look. Um, it's so cute. So that took nine weeks from inspiration oh. to getting it on Amazon. Nine weeks. So I just want to inspire people that when you get that divine thing coming through, act on it. Take your divine action and make it happen because you get these signs and you get these gifts. And when you don't follow them, you know, it's kind of a lost opportunity. So I've got nine other titles that will be coming out at some point. Um, you can do but I just it. That's what I want to say to you, wherever you are. And if you like knitting, if you like teaching knitting, go and teach knitting. If you like sports um, and you know how you can score 20 perfect shots with a basketball, you can teach that online. You can teach anything online now. So just, you know, go out there after this call, you know, make a little brainstorm. And if you want to be accountable to Abby and email her and say, this, this is what I've done, Abby, just brainstorm 20 or 30 ways that you think you could... Um, something that you could charge for that you love doing. And you could probably nine times out of 10 make a business from that.
Yeah, now I'm going to go down the spiritual route of inspiring primarily parents mm-hmm. to be more conscious. So if you sorted your issues out, because a lot of us have issues, we have baggage from childhood. Once you get rid of that and you clear that your blocks, then you become much more of a lighter, patient, um, vibrant being. And then you can be more patient with the kids. You're a better parent. And then from that, you're a better business person. You've got more room to love your clients and to raise your energy so that that business comes to you. And the biggest thing I've learned in the last three years is, yes, we have to work hard, but when you're in that flow, it doesn't seem like work and things come to you. When I let go of having to push for everything and just trusted that the signs will come, that the people will come, that the business names will come, then that's what happened. And so my life is much more in flow now than it was three or four years ago. I've just let go and I've let business come. And that's exactly what's happened. I'm still working and putting the hours in, <laughs> yeah. but it's less stressful and I think that stress is one of the biggest killers these days so you want to get into that flow feel what's right for you decide what you want for me it was more time with my kids and being in a less stressful environment so we moved to Mexico Mm. where the 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 cost of living is cheaper so you can have a much better lifestyle um, working from a computer and my kids have an outside lifestyle we have a pool uh, we have palm trees so I just you know again going back to my key message that Abby wanted me to share with you is you can do it <laughs> and you can do it. If I can do it and I'm you not the world's greatest accountant, already, outsource what you're not good at. I'm big picture creativity person. I had to hire people that were good at detail accounting, all that stuff because oh, I'm yeah. at it. I'm really crap at it. So don't worry about having to do everything yourself. You can get amazing people. I was just talking to Abby. I have a lovely VA based in Nigeria who keeps me on track. You can get people for very reasonable money. You're, you're making their lives better. You're making a difference for them and you can get them at a reasonable rate for, for our world yeah. and you can, you can make a difference. So no excuses, people. You can do it. <laughs> get out there and make it happen. Okay. Now I have some so, questions and some potential and excuses. <laughs> okay, so, potential know. excuses. Yeah. So but, like, but for me, for the people... Uh, okay, like, not, not how you just said, like, um, do what you love and make a living out of it. Like, if you if you know how to, like, shoot a, a ball 20 times without missing, then make a career out of it or an income out of it. Okay, so let's say you have this passion um, that you are passionate about and you want to make make money out of it. So how do you know that this, this business idea is profitable? Like, how would you take that risk, that chance and put your all into this business idea just based on the fact that you like it. Okay. Biggest piece of advice, and that's research that I've just done right now for myself. Um, go out to Facebook groups. I found a, a fountain of knowledge in Facebook groups. And for those of you that are big Instagram and Pinterest people as well, go and have a look. If you like, um, let me take, I'm going to take uh, like origami. I know somebody's just started, done this with origami. You're a big origami person. You love doing origami and you can do origami all day and you're really good at it. Go onto Pinterest, Facebook, um, and Instagram and just put in origami fans or love origami and just see how many groups or people are into origami. If you can find people that are passionate about origami, then you can make a living from it. Um, If it's something, uh, I know there's one girl, she found that people were interested in painting on balloons, balloon painting. Can you believe that? <laughs> balloon painting and balloon art. 
And she did the research. She went out there and found that there was thousands and thousands of people that loved doing balloon art. Really? So you only need, yeah, if you've got a, couple, a thousand people that are interested in balloon art, you approach them, you do like a, a mini course. And again, Zoom is free. You can record, say, uh, six lessons on Zoom, six 20-minute lessons on how to be the best balloon artist in the world, yeah? You pop it into, um, into a Facebook group, yeah, and you can charge potentially for going into that Facebook group. There are other platforms. I actually use something called Everlesson, everlesson.com. Oh. You can pop all your videos into that one space, and you can charge someone um, if for a one-off course, maybe forty-seven or sixty-seven dollars. And then on the back of that, if they if they want to spend more time with you, you can have like a monthly membership, charge them seventeen dollars or um, twenty. $27 a month to yeah. access every month. You're going to teach them how to do one specific piece of balloon art and then, and then deal with any challenges that they've got with the balloon oh, art. Yeah. Done. Yeah. This, and there's uh, another platform called Kajabi. You make it sound so simple. But do your research. I mean, you need to go out there to the Facebook groups and in those groups, you will see people posting on the challenges that they've got. Like for my market, a lot of the challenges are for parents are time, money, Time and money are the biggest ones, really, and guilt. A lot of parents have so much guilt because they're not spending time with their kids. Oh, so yeah. what's happening, unfortunately, is they're letting their kids go onto games and screens, and it is messing the kids up. So that's the other part of why I'm driven to help parents, is I want to get their kids off the screens. Um, one or two hours a day is okay. Um, but, you know, I've had some, heard some very sad stories of what's happened to children. Oh. that have been very much in the gaming world. I'm not going to go into that now because it's a bit depressing. But <laughs> it's realised that I'm, I'm needed. I'm needed to help parents say, look, you know, you can't give your, your kid a, a, an iPod for seven hours and think it's okay. And you can't think that that's going to not affect them. Because emotionally oh. and mentally it's affecting kids. So I'm very I'm, passionate about getting this out so parents have more time to do hands-on stuff with their kids. And they can write a book with your kids. You know, you can do this. You can do this like now, you know. Yeah, um, your kids so, are like talented and can draw. I can't even draw a straight line. <laughs> uh, I'm lucky. Both my kids can draw relatively okay because they're eight and ten. Yeah. But we did we did enhance the drawings a little bit. I mean, they, they, we, the, the older one, it was mostly her drawings. But the little one, we did have to enhance them a little bit to get them into like a book standard. Oh. But what's really cool now is if, you, if they go into Amazon, they, they, they're down as illustrators on the book. So, and, and my friend edited the book, so she's now as an editor. So I've got four, four fantastic people that are recognized in Amazon now that have done something to create a book, which for me is just, I think that's amazing. You know, they can say I'm an author. I'm an author now. Yeah, you know, yeah. so it's just, it gives your kids something to focus on. Yeah. And, um, and for anybody that's out there that has a business as well, I, I used to teach people uh, to create books. I haven't done as much as that recently. It's probably something else I need to go back to. But I was helping people just package their knowledge. And it doesn't have to be a novel. You know, it doesn't. You could, I mean, if you, um, if there's a particular area that you want to niche into, um, Abby, for example, yeah. um, women that have experienced trauma, that run business, then you can just do a, um, a book. You can interview seven or eight people that, like me, you could just interview what you've done. You can yeah. transcribe these beautiful podcasts that you're oh. doing. You can have them transcribed. Uh, buy my VA in Nigeria if you want, um, uh, get them transcribed. And then you can have like 10 chapters or 12 chapters of women that come from, from uh, Africa. Mm -hmm. And you can have that story and you can have 12 strong women from these podcasts. You get it transcribed. Then suddenly you've got 12 chapters. You go through and edit it the way you want to. And you have a nice introduction. 
from these podcasts I've done, you can turn any of them into a book. And then That's you upload it into Amazon. <laughs> yeah. yeah? And then you are suddenly an author and you've shared some 12 or 15 very powerful stories uh-huh. of African women that have made it in business. Nice. Done. <laughs> uh, there'll be a thousand dollar consultancy charge at the end of this podcast yeah, no kidding. <laughs> but do you see what I mean I just, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Creator, ah. so I can inspire all of you to create a, um, a business um, uh, out of nothing I just want to share a, 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 in case you've got any other questions I just want to share this quick story because it, sure, does, sure. it does make me laugh and I want them to do something sure. when I was seven years old um, I'd already started my entrepreneurial journey Oh. And there was a TV show called Blake Seven. It was a bit like Star Trek, but like, like a, a not so great English version. And everybody yeah, had these like wristbands that, that were everywhere. And um, I went off and I made some for my friends at school. Oh. And they were really beautiful, ornate. And I went in and I sold them for two pence each. And like they sold out in a day. And so I made some more. And uh, I got told off by my teacher. Why? You can't, you can't make things in stuff at all. Why not? <laughs> so I just wanted to go, there's always going to be somebody that's going to go, oh, you can't do that. Yeah, so don't listen to them. Listen to yourself and follow your heart and follow your dreams because everything's out there now, guys. And now with, with lockdown and the internet and the way it is, it's an open field for everyone. Yes, just yes, yes. tune in, tune into your heart and see what is waiting for you oh, okay so now i have like several questions stacked uh, so the first one was um you moved around a lot now finally in mexico um how did that affect the family was there like a language barrier or a culture shock or living behind friends and starting all over again like the impact of that on the lives of your family yeah, for anybody that's going to consider that it does it does impact the family uh, i i can tell you that um now, I came from a forces background. My dad was in the Air Force, so I moved around every three years as a child. Oh. So I kind of was, um, uh, I, I, I'd been used to that. Yeah. And we didn't plan it. Like, again, like I said, I followed the signs. We got, my husband got a job offer out the blue, literally yeah. for that job in St. Martin. Then he was headhunted from St. Martin to go to Belize to work on a project in Belize. Oh. We didn't plan to go to Belize. Again, the universe went, you need to go west. So we followed that. Now, that was a little bit harder because my daughter was about five. So she did leave her best friend behind, Surya. Um, Surya, uh, Surya's dad uh, was from um, uh, Martinique and her mum was from Romania. So that was okay. Ava's best friend. So Ava grew up with a, um, a mixed race culture because in St. Martin, it's, you know, 90% black, yeah. 10% white. So she came from a very mixed culture and then we went to Belize which was again Hispanic culture but it was English speaking so she went from French speaking to Belize English a little bit of Spanish speaking and she did feel that because she had to leave her some of her friends behind but then she found new amazing ones in Belize and I found some great ones as well so yeah St Martin was very transient so I didn't have as many from there but it it, we'd been there five years, so when we left, I had to get rid of five years' worth of baby stuff, two cars, a boat. So that was quite stressful because my husband left me to go ahead and start the new job, and I was left behind to deal with all that. And I have to admit, I was alone with two kids, and that, uh, uh, and that was really quite hard work. I, uh, you know, it was it hard, but I, I was happy to leave the island. Yeah, it, it was, that wasn't easy, but 
I like to declutter, so to let go of all those material possessions. And after five years, we left that island with eight suitcases. So four people, eight suitcases. All of our entire life in eight suitcases. In eight suitcases. We didn't eight suitcases, and we did the same. When we left Belize, uh, we left with eight suitcases and two bicycles. <laughs> Because we managed to get it on a small plane from a boat to a plane and then on a bus all the way up to Mexico. But wow. now we're in a, a rather large house. So I think it'd be more like 25 suitcases right now if we had to leave. So we would have to declutter Gross. back to eight suitcases. Um, and we had to learn Spanish. Yeah. Oh. So we had to learn Spanish coming to Mexico. It's oh. a Spanish speaking country. So the kids were thrown into a Mexican school. They had to go from zero Spanish to Spanish. And they managed, they adapted really well. They both oh, speak okay. fluent Spanish now. I oh, speak okay, okay. okay Spanish. So that was a big adjustment and they have been resistant to the Spanish the last year. I'm going to be honest, they haven't enjoyed the last year at school. Um, they were pretty much the only English white um, non-Latinos in their class. Um, and they've struggled with it. The last yeah. year was difficult, but they, they have friends. They have really good friends. They speak blah, 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 Spanish. No problem. But I could see that the oldest was struggling because she really wants to make those deeper emotional connections now. And she wasn't getting that. So I have gonna, I'm going to homeschool her for the next year and encourage the friends that she has got to have those deeper yeah. emotional connections because she is going into the teenage years. And so I'm not going to, I'm not going it, it is difficult. The older they get, the more difficult it is. So we're in yeah. a position now where we move for educational purposes. We could go back to England and get free schooling. Or do we stay where we are and do the homeschooling route? So I'm going to do the homeschooling for a year. I'm going to see how it goes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But emotionally, we might have to make a change for her and put her in another school here that's maybe more English orientated so that she's got that emotional um, friendship connection. Oh. So we're, we're going to test it this next year and see how, oh. see how it goes. But uh, how on the she? other side of that, they Sorry. do speak three languages, French, French, English, and Spanish. She's 10. Oh. She's 10. And an eight, an eight year old. So they do speak three languages. And with that, the neuro connections, it does help their, yeah. uh, their brain capacity in other ways. It helped me out because I had the same, the same background. Yeah. And culturally, uh, they have traveled to um, Peru, to Cuba, to um, all of the Caribbean. And they've traveled the whole Caribbean, the United States, Europe. So they are used to different people of color. They're yeah. used to different languages. Different cultures and they can and all talk that. to yeah. anyone. Yeah, they can talk to anyone, so they don't they don't go. Oh, mummy, that's a a different coloured skin person. For them, it doesn't register, which <laughs> I nice. love because I think it's really yeah yeah. It's, it is. That skin colour doesn't matter, language doesn't matter. Thank you know, you. they will make friends with anyone. They don't care about colour. Yeah. So yeah, that was yeah. really important to me. Um, and and they have that. Uh, they they've had a beach upbringing. They've grown up on the beach in the last 10 years, so they're aware of nature. They've seen turtles. They've seen dolphins. That's an, you know, not, uh, that's a normal thing for them. They're not stuck inside for six months of the year, which they would be in Europe. So it's the, it's the upbringing that I wanted for my kids. And so I'm so blessed and grateful to be in the position that I am, having an online ability, having um, properties in the UK. I have income from all different areas. So that if one goes down, another one covers. If another one goes down, but my Amazon business now, I mean, some people did really well. But mine went down, so I'm in a rebuild phase. You know, it's it's a roller coaster, people. So yeah, don't, you don't get to it that. Is. It's a roller coaster. Even, we've had a, a lockdown here extended twice, 
The president was supposed to address the nation today uh, since the second lockdown ended today. And then he just announced that it's been extended for 13 more days. So now there's like, what? So it's, it's, it's really affected a lot of businesses here. Some are actually thriving, which is like, how? But some have just really gone down. So now my, my question was this. You want to try homeschooling for one year to see how it works out, to see the impacts on the kids. So, and they've grown up with, with this with this beach called with the near the beach and in a more more um, connected to nature sort of culture, which they might not get if you move back to London. So, if if the one year um, homeschooling does not work out, what's your your alternative before London? Like, what's your your preferred backup? Probably, I mean, the way I feel right now is probably to get a more English-based school here. Or guess what? I'll have to create one. <laughs> you go. Look at you. <laughs> Problem. The solution coming. So do you know what? I think I might have to go down. The thing is, it's, it's very, a lot of red tape for the Mexican. So I won't be able to call it to a school. I'll have to call it like the language workshop center or something. Yeah. And then I'll just find somewhere where I can take people's kids and I'll call it a language workshop center and it will not be a school. So there won't be any accreditation or stuff like that. Yeah, yes, but the thing is that the level of English isn't really not here. The level of English is awful. And the teaching in English school in the schools here is awful. So I know I that with my British accent or British teaching, I can, I can probably, so that has been at the back of my mind. To probably do something like that but i want to try and do something online mixed with physical especially with the rate that we're going because um yeah dealing with rents and spanish law and rental agreements yeah, and all that here is complicated good. so I'd like yeah. a mix of, you know one or two days the kids here and then um something online so it's at the back of my mind i have a lot on my plate right now i don't want to take that on right now because i have three things that i'm launching already yeah but that could be a possibility within a year, within a year's time um, I will follow the signs, Abby. So if in a year's time the universe goes, you need to go back to Europe, then I will follow those signs. But at the moment, I feel that I'm needed here. And I feel that where I am right now is the best place to be. So I'm just going to focus on growing the business, focus on growing the um, Planet Sparkle, which is about lighting up the world and lighting up people's souls so they can be who they are, and parents. And then obviously those the, the kids and that next generation will follow. That's really important to me to grow that business. And that's going to be my main focus and everything else will go around that and the, and the kids. So um, watch this space. I can't tell the exact answer, but <laughs> I'm watching this. Space. Yeah, if, yeah. So you'll either create a school or, or, or follow the signs basically. Oh, okay. okay. So um, you're a, a very spiritual person. Um, is your husband and your kids the same way also? Are you trying to make them also a, a bit more spiritual and in touch with the, with the planet and all that? Like peace, love, <laughs> Um, <laughs> yes, I, um, I've, I've really stepped into my energy uh, on top of all the other stuff I do. I'm actually, uh, an intuitive healer. Um, I've been doing healing work for 20 years. Ooh. I'm an intuitive healer, uh, an NLP and a hypnotherapist. So I've always had that there in the background. It's always infiltrated my businesses and with my clients because, um, without that foundation, uh, I, you know, I don't see the, people don't see the success they'd like. So to go back to your question, yes, I have taken my family on this spiritual journey with me. When I met my husband 17 years ago, um, I wasn't this openly spiritual. It was all going on in the background. And I've yeah. always um, been in personal development. But recently, I've, there's so much more energy that's coming through me 
in order to be able to get to that goal of raising the vibration of 10,000 people. That was the goal that I was given in October. And so everything I've I've been doing has been around that, you know, centralized mission, which is how can I help others reconnect with their soul? And how can I help them create the abundance around that? Because it's all very well having the soul stuff. But once that's in place, let's get on with attracting the abundance as well, because we need that to function in this world. We can't just sit and meditate all day, which I would love to do. But, you know, we need to add value to other people. We need to contribute to our family. So um, I have taken my family with me. I do energy work with the children. I've taught them some of the energy things that I do, and they they, they call it magic. So yeah. they go, Mommy, you do magic. So How does that I've, work I've out? taken them from um, the magic point of view. Yeah, and I meditate every morning and every evening. And now they're doing a little bit with me. And I have a hypnosis thing that I play for myself every evening, which has some energy like this? architecture like, in there. And my daughter says to me now, Can we... uh, no, it's just my voice. Because I'm very talking. But when I do my hypnosis work, then my voice becomes much slower and lower. And so I get people into a fetus state. And so I play this thing with my daughter every evening. She, she goes, mommy, can I listen to your voice? So it's a 50-minute meditation, which basically is any negative energy that she's got from the day, any negative beliefs that she's built up, and then just reconnects her back to her soul. And then so she wakes up with confidence and um, feeling happy. So she listens to that every night. The little one is eight. She's not really so interested in the listening part. But she does yoga with me, and she does energy work. And my husband, bless him, he's been kind of dragged along. (laughs) And he's he's seen now the power of what it can do, because before he was like, or all this, you're a bit woo-woo, um, but he's seen the power of in and the power of how it's helped him with his emotions, how it's helped him with his asthma, how it's helped him deal with his family challenges. He's had a lot of family challenges and um, okay. tragedy in his life. So a lot of the energy work and the hypnosis work has helped him just process that and eliminate any blocks to his abundance and blocks to him feeling worthy. So it's, it's helped us as a family. And then on top of that, when we've got, our stuff sorted then it's the the effect has gone out to his family my family and we've all benefited from the spiritual work which essentially is a lot of meditation um and clearing negativity that gets built up in the human world in the in the everyday um i'm going to call it real world <laughs> for, okay. for everybody's uh, understanding because we do we hit every day can i ask like an ignorant question right now because I've, I people talk about meditation a lot and I had bought like a yoga mat on Amazon a while back and I had downloaded um, two apps. One was Calm, one was Meditate Something. Then you're just playing this background music and I just stayed there waiting to feel something. Like how does, how does, how do you meditate? That's the question. How do you meditate? Did you like sit down, crush your legs and wait for something to happen? Um... I've been meditating for 20 years and it's taken me this, uh, it's only really the last three years that I felt that I've succeeded at it. Um, I like to listen to music, uh, meditation music. So if you put, one of my favorites is it's called um, Love Motives. Love Motives. So if you go into YouTube and, do, and listen to anything by Love Motives, everything is energy and energy is everything. So a lot of that music has a specific vibration so I listen to specific vibrational music to help me get into theta state. Because when you listen to certain types of music, it helps your brain because you have your conscious brain and your subconscious brain. Okay. And your conscious brain is always trying to work out problems from the day and keep you awake. And that conscious brain is also generally your negative voice that just is like this. So I, I now can just say to my conscious brain, 
And then I just listen, I just focus on the music and, and, and I can get to a point now where I don't think of anything. I, I don't think oh. anything. Um, so for those of you that are starting out, for me, I use music to get into that. Okay. Uh, and then now, because I'm a hypnotherapist, uh, then I record my own tracks with that music in the background. Okay. For anything that I'm, if I'm facing any challenges, I will record my own hypnosis track to, to, to eliminate any of my own blocks with that music in the background. So I have a double whammy of the energy work and then me talking to my subconscious to get rid of anything that is stopping me from moving forward energetically, spiritually, mentally, or physically in my body. So for those of you starting out, find something that works. For some, for some people, getting meditation isn't just sitting down with your eyes closed. It can be just literally, I can just sit here now and I've got beautiful palm trees outside. Mm-hmm. I can just stop what I'm doing and I can just stare at a leaf and I'll just lower my breathing. I'll, I'll breathe very gently and slowly and, and slow my breathing down. And I will just look at that leaf and I can go into thoughtlessness. Oh. Um, some people it will be staring at the sea. Some people it will be you're in a bath. A lot of people, you know, nice. you've just been in a bath and you just focus on the water. You can go into your senses. So meditation is just sitting down and, and going. It, it just, it's just where you unplug, where you un- disconnect from the noise. And that could be anything that brings you into your senses. So whether it's just feeling something, smelling something, for some people it's taste, but for most people it's just that um, quietness or even just staring at something. So find where you can come into stillness and for everybody it's different. Um, For most of my clients, I recommend going into the the vibrational music because that does a lot of the work for you. And don't beat yourself up. People be lying, they're going, I'm still thinking of stuff, I'm still thinking of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kept thinking the entire day. (laughs) It takes time. So for my clients, I just, I get them to visualize their voice as a radio box and just go in and turn that dial down. Just turn the dial down and go, conscious brain, I want to meditate now. I just want, I want to go into and then you'll find you you need to train your conscious brain to be quiet because it's there to protect you it's always fighting it's the fight or flight it's always there to protect you and that's the part of the brain that you need to make quiet to get into your to get into your your power which is all here it's all in the heart in the solar plexus area you need to access that part and how long does like um how long should you meditate for like five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes? Like how long does that take? Or should it take? Um, if you're beginning, yeah. if you're beginning, just do five minutes. Then the next time do 10 minutes, then 15 minutes. I meditate for two hours a day. I Holy do an hour crap. in the morning, sometimes okay. an hour and a half. And I'll do an hour and a, an hour and a day. Yeah. I, I, it's, it's my, it's my, it's my, it's my foundation. It's my oh. absolute foundation. Um, so, but cause I wake up at five, five thirty. So I will put my music on and, and usually in the morning, I, 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 like everybody else, I wake up with some fear of, okay, what are, you know, problems that I might have had the day before. So I'll just go and I'll say, okay, let's just put the problems to one side. Let's, can we find a solution for those? These are, the, these are my problems that I need to resolve. And then I'll go into the meditation. And then usually the meditation, I will feel better about them or, I will, or a solution will have presented itself or an idea will come up to... Um, solve whatever I was worrying about when I first wake up because I don't always wake up every morning and go oh I'm grateful I do that most of the moment I've got a lot going on so I wake up and go oh the air is fresh the day is perfect exactly (laughs) so at the moment I've got a lot going on so the first few thoughts are and then I go okay that's a few seconds and I go into okay let's go back to 
and then I'm, I'm grounded for the rest of the day and then the day isn't so stressful. If I get up in some mornings where, you know, if I've got to be up. Hello, can you hear me? Depends on how much you can do. Okay. Where was I? Yeah, so yeah, just however long you can do. The longer, the better, but don't beat yourself up. It's a, it's a process. Uh, it takes time for your conscious brain to get used to it. So just be really kind for yourself and, and practice lots of different things. Nature, music, um, staring at things, whatever, whatever works for you. But for me, music is my, is my big one. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay, so um, to round up, um, what are like the three advice you have for, for women? Like, based on what, what, what we've discussed so far, I mean, the first part is spending time with your kids uh, and not just giving them a tablet for, for a few hours. I know we also also talked about how if you're passionate about something and you know something you can make some money from, go for it. And if you're afraid to get started, um, use Facebook groups and Pinterest and Instagram to find... Um, people who, who have similar interests and if they exist then there's somebody in there willing to pay for this um, you'd also say it starts small and making your course you can use zoom to I think you mentioned do six short videos over 20 minutes yeah yes that's correct yeah and you uh, can turn that into a course yeah, yeah you had mentioned a website um, every 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 course ever course ever, course. Uh, ever lesson ever, ever lesson, lesson is a is a um, like a, a training platform and there's also Kajabi and um, member vault. That's like a, a membership site membership kind of okay. software, but you know, just, just Google um, training, training platform or uh, yeah, training platform or course creation oh, platform. Like and you're, oh, you're just, there's like five to 10 really, 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 really big ones that you can use. Yeah. But if you want to do something free, then you can, um, you can charge people to go into a Facebook group. You can just upload your videos into a Facebook group, which is free, but then you don't give people access to the group unless they've paid. And you can just set up a simple uh, landing page. Um, I use something called leadpages.net. It's $37 a month. Mm -hmm. um, or you can just go into wix.com and create one page very easily. Um, and then you can go to PayPal uh, and you can create a button on PayPal. You have to create a business account on PayPal yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. and just create a PayPal button and cut and paste the embed code, probably getting too technical now, into your Wix site. And then you, and then you just you, you compare the email address that people have signed up with on the Wix site to the Facebook group and you can just put your training in there. If you want to start very, very simple, it doesn't have to be complicated. Well, the alternative is you load everything into YouTube even but it's a private link and you don't give people that link unless oh. again, they've, they've, they've paid you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't so, be afraid no, that they'll okay. share that link with someone else. If you go to YouTube route. Yeah. They'd be able to share it. So it's, it's, yeah. you know, it, it's shareable. So when you've got a bit more money, things like Kajabi or Everlesson or those paid platforms, you have a password to get in yeah. and it's harder to share. But the bottom line is if somebody's, if somebody's going to share it, even if they've got a password, they will share it with their friends. So, you know, there's yeah. no, there's no um, real lockable system. And to be honest, I've come to the point, if they're going to share it with their friends, at some point they might get to know, like, and trust me, and then their friends will come back to me oh, and it'll yeah. work in, you know. It'll, it'll work in some kind I'm believing karma, so it'll always come back around in a positive <laughs> way. Somebody's going to steal from you, they're going to steal from you. Yeah, that's um, awesome. So I, I'm, I'm over that now. And I'm also over with competition. Like I work with other people in my field, collaboration over competition, because there's, there's enough pies for everybody. There's not a limited pie, people. 
There's yeah. enough pies for everybody, no matter how many people are in the market, because I'm in a market, an Amazon market, where there's 12 million products on Amazon, and there's you know a million people selling one, one product. So yes. there's competition out there. It's a level platform. Um, so don't don't worry about competition. Go for collaboration. Don't ever worry that somebody's going to copy your stuff or steal your stuff. Get over that. You know, it's, it's <laughs> go from the, 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 okay. the abundance mentality. Don't don't go from the lack. All right, those are fun. So I need to summarize the three things. So the three things that I would say, especially for people going into business, is uh-huh. number one, what makes you happy first? Yeah, and being with it happy, I mean, look after your health. Do what makes you happy. Don't listen to other people that tell you you can't do it, whether it's a partner, friends, family. My family don't understand me. They have no clue what I do. Um, <laughs> and that's been a big challenge for me, but I've got oh, over wow. it. Um, and I'm just, I'm just me. Yeah? I've always been the black sheep. You just have to be who you are. So don't hide. Um, and wrapped in that message is, I want, you to, I want you to tell you that you are perfect, whole and complete, exactly the way that you are now. Okay, so you are here for a reason. You're an important human being. And do what makes you happy. That's my, my, my biggest message. Number two in business, um, like you said, the advice, find something that, you know, and you do need to find that there's a market for it. There could be something, <clears throat> if you like, um, uh, I'm trying to think of something really obscure now. I can't. Um, Pillow knitting? <laughs> Pillow yeah, I, I don't know. And really obscure. <laughs> there might be markets out there that, that, that people really? won't pay for. You know, um, I don't know, things like free templates, things like that. There's a lot of people out there doing free templates, so there may not be a market for just free free templates. I'm, yeah. I can't think of anything else right now. So just make sure there is a market of people willing to pay for whatever you want to teach them or the services that you want to share with them. Uh, and the third thing is um, never give up. Never, ever give up. If you really want something the universal support you and if you're meant to do something and you're meant to follow through with something or you're meant to be with someone or you're meant to start that business or write that book um, the universe knows what your path is and it will come to support you so never be frightened to ask for help and never give up thank you that was so inspiring do not give up <laughs> yeah yeah just keep going keep going just keep going if any of you've seen the film uh finding nemo there's a little fish in that show that goes, just keep swimming, just keep swimming. So that's my message as well. For you parents, you'll know that movie. So just keep swimming, guys. Just keep swimming. And um, so the message here is that she's she's lost everything, literally to underwear. <laughs> and then she still came out, out of that. And Pretty she's much. still, <laughs> the underwear part, you cannot stop laughing at that. <laughs> it's underwear. true, it's true. <laughs> So you should get you know, go through all of that, the recession and being robbed and having to move several times and still follow her passion and still you know, put everything she could into her businesses, still prioritize both her business and her family and succeeded. So can you. So push through it. There, there will be some obstacle in the way. There will be some naysayers. There will be people who do not, frankly, understand your idea. But you do you, you know, keep at it. <laughs> It's nice talking exactly. to you. Just, just keep moving forward. That's it. <laughs> you can do it. You can All do right. it. Thank you, you for having me, Abby. It's <laughs> yeah. oh, nice talking to you. Bye. Wait, hold up. For all the free listeners, Amanda got a free gift for you. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Yeah, as Abby's actually uh, such a, a fantastic person, if you go to amandaseven.com, 
There is a free uh, energy clearing for abundance meditation. So if you just go to my website, amandasteadman.com, and it's the first button you'll see, just click on that and you can get a free uh, meditation. It's about 18 minutes long. It's very relaxing. So for those of you that need a bit of meditation and want to get started with it, then that's a free gift for you. So for, thanks for having me, Abby. Yeah, try that. <laughs> nice.